if somebody going to kill me, then my life is gone. My, what about my wife? What about my kids? That's a Wellington dairy owner talking about his worries after Auckland dairy worker Janak Patel was stabbed in a late-night robbery late last year. It prompted the government to offer financial assistance to dairy owners wanting to protect their shops, things like bollards, fog cannons and other preventative measures. And it also prompted another round of criticism from the opposition that Labour is soft on crime. Here's National Party leader Christopher Luxon. It's another joke, right? A government that doesn't care seriously about the victims, because if they did, they would have actually pulled finger and actually got some things happening in a much faster way. And just before Christmas, Luxon's justice spokesperson Paul Goldsmith came out with another claim, that violent crime is on track to increase by 40% under Labour. So, is it? Kia ora koutou, no mai haere mai ki tēnei pāhorangi ngā puna, ngā stuff. Ko te tikanga katoa, the whole truth. Ko Jono Williams tōku ingoa, he kairipo ata ahu ki puna. E mihinui ana kia koutou e whakarongo mai nei. Welcome to The Whole Truth, te tikanga katoa, a podcast from Stuff that's part of our award-winning fact-checking project. I'm Jono Williams, a journalist at Stuff, and with me is data reporter Kate Newton, who also coordinates The Whole Truth project, Kia ora, Kate. Kia ora. So 40% sounds like a big jump. Where did that number come from? Yeah, so this is actually one of those examples where we went back to National to say, how did you arrive at this figure? Because it's really hard to fact check something if you don't know how somebody's come to that number in the first place. So they came back to us and sort of talked us through their working and explained that their figure is based on, so it's come from the police database for a category of crimes that the police refer to acts intended to cause injury and that's like the whole spectrum from you know like a minor physical assault to somebody getting murdered Uh, That's a big category It is a big category Uh, So they used what the police called the victimisations data set so essentially rather than counting criminals or offenders they count the number of people who are victims so if you have say an assault where two people get hurt or are involved then that counts in the database as two victimisations so just so we understand what we're talking about here. And they found that in 2017, which is the year that Labour took office, uh, there were about 50,000 victimisations recorded in that year. And then in the year to October 31st in 2022, which was sort of as as much data as they had at that point, that that number was 57,600. They've taken that number and they've extrapolated it out to get like a full year figure for 2022 of about 70,000, which does... It basically clock in at an increase of 40%. They actually did their maths a little bit wrong. It's more like 38%, but, you know, it's, it's kind of in that ballpark. But as I sort of alluded to earlier, the fact that I had to actually go and ask them, hey, how did you count it, points to not like a problem here, but just a sort of idiosyncrasy of, of how police record and report data in the first place. You've kind of alluded there that crime is count the way they're counting these crimes, it's on the victimizations, not on the actual incidence of crime itself. So if we were in a flat and we got robbed, got beaten up, it's two victimizations, but it's only one incidence of crime in itself. Exactly. How does it work with extrapolating it out? So taking a certain amount of data and stretching it out for a whole year. Obviously there's like peaks and troughs as the year goes. Can you do that? Can you extrapolate out a whole year's data off another chunk? Yeah, I mean, what they're looking at, crimes do actually go, or the crime rate goes up 
for reported crime at the end of the year. Like Christmas is always like a, a boom time for criminals, you know, people's presents getting stolen from under the tree, et cetera, et cetera. Whether or not that's all violent crime um, is, you know, uh, up for debate and various things get counted and don't counted. But what you were talking about there where you look at incidents. So, so what I actually ended up doing was taking all the different possible ways you could count the data in the police data set and just running the numbers on a whole bunch of different ways of counting it. So broadening out the definition of what violent crime is. So, for example, sexual assault is not actually included in the numbers that National counted. I think most people would consider sexual assault to be a violent crime. I feel that's a reasonable take to include that. Aggravated robbery is also a different, it's in a different category. So that didn't get counted. So I did did a whole bunch of different kind of calculations. But actually, the most important thing that I think has been left out here that does make a little bit of a difference is that National has used the raw numbers. So they haven't accounted for population increase over that time. When you do that and you calculate a crime rate, so the number of victimizations, again, we'll use victimizations because it's what they used. If you calculate a rate, that rate has gone up from about one victimization per 100 people um, at, over a year to, to 1.35. So the increase is still 31%. Like it's gone, gone up a lot, that rate, but it's lower if you count unique victims, which is, you know, everybody who has been a victim in the year, regardless of whether or not they've been assaulted once or twice or seven times, um, which which does happen. There are people with 10 or more victimizations against their name in a year. Um, if you look at that, it's more like 18%. Each time, though, it is an increase in, in the rate. So no matter which way you slice and dice it, National is right that the crime rate of reported crime has gone up under Labor. There's one really other important caveat to that, and I've been talking to a criminologist at Victoria University, Trevor Bradley, who says it's really important to to not think of police-recorded crime data as this really neutral data source. It's not like, say, sunshine hours where you go and stick a temperature gauge in a field and you get a reading, and each day, you know, that reading is, you know, accurate relative to the day before. It's It all depends on the police focus, the number of police, uh, people actually reporting crime. Uh, and so he he talks about that, making it really like endlessly contestable and manipulable, he says. You can have two politicians make opposing claims based on their interpretation of the same set of data. So if you do choose to take it at face value, yeah, the crime rate of recorded crime has gone up. It actually went down for a couple of years when Labor first got into power. So, you know, it went down and then kind of tracked. And then around sort of uh, 2019 was when it really started to increase. And what we're actually now seeing in the crime rate is is a levelling off since, like, last year. It's actually started steadying out again. That growth in, in the crime rate has slowed. So, yeah, you know, the, there has been growth, but there's also been some other stuff going on. So we've talked a lot about how we count crime. Mm -hmm. This must be a really controversial area of policing and really, really difficult for police to kind of communicate that to the, you know, the wider population of like, you can count crime in any of these different ways and get a different result. It's still, you know, in some ways the same amount of crime, but it's just how it's being portrayed through the data. It must be really, really confusing and really hard for people to kind of get their heads around. Yeah, I think it is. And there have been problems in the past with uh, how police have recorded and reported crimes. Um, A few years ago, uh, there was a big change in the way that uh, um, sexual assault uh, 
was recorded or reported in terms of what happened when a an investigation was discontinued. Actually, sorry, I'm just going to stop because mm. I don't know my facts on that. Um, I'll just start that sentence again. Yeah, so I mean, like, that's even posed a problem for police themselves when they're recording and reporting data. There have been times in relatively recent history where they have changed the way a particular type of crime is recorded in the database. So that, of course, then makes it very difficult to make historical comparisons this type of data, the way that police report it now, they've only been doing it this way since about 2014. So it's actually really hard to get a, a long-term pattern of recorded crime in New Zealand. You can compare it to earlier years, but it's not apples for apples. It does get, it does get tricky. So I guess the, the takeaway really from all of this is that because there are so many different ways to count it and then interpret it means it's worth Taking all claims about crime rates rising or falling with a pinch of salt, you know, no matter which politician or, dare I say it, journalist is talking about it. And with election year, no doubt we're going to hear plenty more of them over the next few months. We sure will. Uh, This is a real bread and butter staple of of Nationals uh, election year rhetoric. So... Stay tuned. <laughs> Rest assured we will. Uh, thanks, Kate. And I'm Mahi. And you can read Kate's full fact check online at stuff.co.nz slash whole truth. We'll be back with a new episode next week, but you can read and listen to previous fact checks at that same link. That's stuff.co.nz slash whole truth. Mahi. Hey, Chris. Yes. Do you want another very broad question? I've got a very broad question today. Go on, then. What do you know about sports? Up the wires, go the Black Caps, and don't forget Premier League football. Oh, you do love a bit of Premier League footage, do. don't you? What team is it that you support again? Oh, the current champions, Manchester City. I think they're pronounced Arsenal. It's pronounced Arsenal. Uh, but you know what's good about football? Yeah, what? They don't regulate soccer. I'm sorry. There's a sport that regulates soccer. Indeed, there is, and it's cycling. That's very strange. Why on earth do they regulate it? Well, I know, but if you want to find out, you'll have to listen to the Big Stuff Quiz wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, that's a cliffhanger indeed. The Big Stuff Quiz is brought to you by Melbourne Every Bit Different. Listener.